0: an intro. Okay, bye. I'll watch it. Ain't the All right, let's do this. Hello and welcome back to OK Fine, I'll Watch It, the podcast where I, your host, Rahat Sani, discuss incredibly popular media that I've never seen before and am watching for the very first time with someone who loves it. On today's episode, we're talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean movie franchise with my pal and doer of many, many things, K. Home. Now, folks, before we begin, a quick warning. The Vancouver City ambiance made its way into the podcast this week so if you're listening to this while driving and you hear a faint siren take a look around for sure but uh that could be the pod (laughs) anyway without much further ado bring me that goddamn horizon let's go joining me today is my dear friend kay home hi kay hi thank you so much for being here i'm so fucking psyched to talk about (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean with you, because you are a childhood fan, super fan, super fan. So tell me, like, how how many times do you think in your life? I mean, because I mean, I wouldn't necessarily put them all in the same category, but at least the first one. Let's say how many times in your life have you watched the first Pirates movie?
1: Oh, God. Definitely over 100. I mean, we watched the first like definitely (laughs) over 100. Like it was my comfort film for so long. Like, when we watched it together, just, like, the, la- the other last week. Last week, yeah. Yeah. You saw me. I was holding back my ability to just, like, call quotes when I oh, see them. Oh,
0: uh, you weren't holding back that much. Okay, I'm going to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> you no, are. But you knew, like, every line. I was every holding line. back.
1: Yeah, because And knew I hadn't every seen word. it in a while. Like, I remember it used to be, and I, like, didn't even want to try this because it's embarrassing. But, like, I remember I used to be studying to the playlist.
0: Oh for like finals God. and
1: things like that. Yeah. And at certain points in the composition and in the music, I'm able to like say what line was said there. Like that's how damn installed at least the first movie is in my brain.
0: Yeah. No, and that's yeah. and that's fair because I think I think the quality of movies goes down significantly and oh, yeah. the confusion of plots goes up. <laughs> significantly over the course of these films and and you know we can get we can get to that in a bit um yeah because I think there's a lot to discuss with like just the longevity and the impact of the films long term with just like what they've done with the series after the first film but as far as the first film goes I mean honestly it's pretty fucking good it's it holds up yeah it holds up
1: so I can't remember the last time, other than last week, I saw it. Yeah, it was probably university. I think I took a good break from it because I was like, "There's other films I need to see. Like, I need yes. to stop being <laughs> that girl who's like obsessed with Johnny Depp
0: um, <laughs> for many reasons." It appears for many reasons. Yeah.
1: Like, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I I took a break from it and I was like, "Let's watch another movie, maybe." Um, and I was honestly concerned re-watching it for this because I was like oh like what if it doesn't hold up anymore or what if you know it has a whole bunch of like racist themes that I didn't see as a child or you know like really misogynistic views and just like kind of crude humor that I overlooked yeah and didn't understand and now I'm about to go on a podcast
0: and be like I (laughs) loved this film I actually love the racism in this film and I stand by all the pedophilia no it would be a bad bad look but thankfully the first one's actually not that bad honestly I and I think we
1: clocked one joke that was kind of like eh like yeah, yeah that yeah. didn't like with or without it that you didn't need to say that it was about
0: Singapore right something about Singapore it, it was
1: something about like yeah the women in Singapore not wearing corsets
0: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: and that that was the one thing I could clock and the rest of the movie it holds up it is so like I mean there's very little people of color in the movie yeah um, and the which is are... hilarious because
0: they're all in the Caribbean
1: <laughs> but like that's also kind of the point isn't it yeah. it's showing how like the bad guys in the film are the colonizers yeah oh absolutely aka the British who have
0: Dude. completely taken over the Caribbean what I love about these films is that the Brits are the bad guys that's one thing that they are if always every... adamant every
1: single one they never if... try to like Swing you around. They they pull at your heartstrings with certain characters. You know, you see John Norrington, uh James. James? John. Some,
0: I just remember it's Norrington. They're Commodore Norrington. Commodore
1: yeah. Norrington, you see him get a bit of redemption, but that's not when he's with the British Army. No, like, it's when he, it's, it's like disgraced.
0: It's when he's disgraced by the British Army that he, and he kind of has, has some title. sympathy. Exactly. Yeah. And even then, and, he's a filthy Brit and he backstabs them. But then he does come around. At the end, he, at the very end, before he dies. At the
1: very end, you yeah. know, like, you do you do need to see that redemption with him. But, yeah, I know I was, I was relieved and super excited to see this, like, love for this movie come back into me, knowing that I'm like, wow, okay, this was a good movie because they didn't go for the cheap jokes. They didn't yeah. do what adventure and action and just any type of movie was doing in the early 2000s which was hitting those low hitting that low bar um yeah and like making those easy misogynistic jokes or putting down people because of their race I was actually quite happy with the fact that okay I can still have confidence in this movie I loved as a child and I don't have to like pretend that it didn't happen and they they did a
0: excellent job writing it and totally the wit
1: oh dude it's a fucking
0: funny witty movie (laughs) like there's always and there's so many payoffs like they'll they'll make a comment or a joke like earlier in the movie and it'll come back later on or in a movie (laughs) afterwards (laughs) and it's really well done in
1: movies to come but especially in the first movie they have this sense of humor that is so subtle yeah. I think in the later movies, you know, Disney really stepped in and was like, okay, well, if you're going to stab a guy through the heart, you also need to make about five slapstick jokes. Yes. And Johnny Depp is going to have to say the word rum. A 101
0: lot. 101
1: times. A lot. When, and, and then that's what you think of when you think of Captain Jack Sparrow. You're like, oh, why is the rum always gone? Yeah. He says that once in the first movie.
0: Yeah but in the second movie he's like remember guys this is my catchphrase
1: again and again and again and again and but i think that's what's so brilliant about the the first movie is the writing holds up it's so witty and it you get the payoffs in big ways and in small ways yeah you know with, with like bloody pirates everyone says it at some point
0: yes absolutely including pirates yeah, no, I, I love the first one. I think there's a lot of, cause also I think at the beginning, you know, the British are underestimating Jack Sparrow, which is like fun because at this point the audience doesn't know him. And so it's mm-hmm. exciting when they have to kind of be like, oh, that's the best fucking pirate I've ever seen. And then the audience is like, oh, Jack Sparrow. Okay, captain. But I, I love I love the way they, they introduced him in that first movie. I do have a question. Yeah. Where the fuck did Pirates of the Caribbean come from? Is it based on a ride? So it's based off a Disney ride. And I think that's why
1: it also still holds up compared to a lot of first iterations of live action Disney films is that they didn't have a Captain Jack Sparrow before this.
0: Right. They had
1: a really run down ride that had like weird conspiracies about it. And like If Pirates of the Caribbean the movie didn't happen, that ride wouldn't like it would be shut down. And now the ride is now the ride is more compared to the movies. But originally, it was just it was just a ride and a group of writers like it wasn't based off a book.
0: It doesn't have like material that it's coming from besides like some ride at Disneyland, and I think that's so fascinating that because you pointed out when we were watching the movie together that like there's a section in it that mimics like that a part of the ride where they have the characters that mimic the actions, right? Tortuga, yeah, uh,
1: the the pirate island, the pirate port, um, that was all the ride. Like I think the original ride was you took a little boat over water and you went through this pirate village, and you see um, the busty redhead, uh, like, slapping a man, and so that's where that came from. You see, right. like, the old, like, drunk British judge guy being, like, pulled out of the well and spitting out water, and we see that later on. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah, like, they pay, they pay homage to where it came from, but other than that, it was, you know, it came from the minds of really creative people and they yeah. had they had fun with it
0: yeah and that's like because to me that's fascinating because usually yeah you would think that there's there's a book or a poem or a story or a comic book or something like behind a it comic book it's or a literally fairy tale. a ride it's an amusement park ride that inspired so many movies and, and the first one's really great actually um yeah and, and i really enjoyed it with kira kira knightley was how old when this movie came out? She's like I think 17? she was like... No, no, 18? she was...
1: So she was... I think she was 17 in Love Actually, okay. which had just come out, like, the year before. So she was probably, like, 18, 19.
0: Damn. Maybe tw- That's still but, like, so young.
1: I remember being a kid, watching those movies, and looking at her, and just being, like, in love. Yeah. With just the idea of Karen Knight. I think that was the first movie I ever saw her in, and I was just like, I'm somehow I'm going to find a way like that's me. That's going to be me at 30. Like that's how old I thought she was. Yeah.
0: To a child that would seem appropriate. I was like,
1: okay, so when I'm an adult, I am going to be, uh, have the most stunning cheekbones. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have like the perfect pout, the perfect pout all (laughs) The the time. The perfect pout. I'm suddenly, my like bright, bright hair is going to turn into this like yes. gorgeous, like brown. I'm going to be able to
0: tan. Oh, gonna, like, I love that. She does not, I, she spends so much time on the ocean. Everybody else looks like shit because of their she, skin. Her, not at all. <laughs> bitch got sunscreen in 1772. She has sunscreen. She's, she's got, she's got coverage from those UV lights. She's good. She's never getting they, sunburned. They, Somehow the palest woman on the planet is never getting sunburned.
1: They cut out all the scenes where it's just her, well, they're going place to place. It's
0: her hidden under a parasol being like, oh <laughs> no, oh no. And like, she dresses <laughs> as a man. She like, she does all sorts of oh shenanigans. I, I love Kira Knightley in these movies. I also She's... love that every man on the ocean wants to fuck Kira Knightley. Every man on any ship wants to bone Kira Knightley, wants Kira Knightley so bad. But the thing is, I do too, so I can't complain. I'm like, if I were on a boat, I also want to sleep with Kira Knightley. Even if I'm not on a boat, to be honest, I would meet Kira Knightley any day. But I also find it a funny bit throughout all the films where everyone's like, give me a piece of that Calypso, which she's not, but... She is just so stunning.
1: And it's all, it, it is really funny because everyone loves kira knightley like everyone you can't you can't deny that that woman rocks period clothing oh male female whatever she just fucking rocks it like no one put else? her in a blouse and a corset and everyone's going to be falling for her. And then it just adds this another layer where you're like, okay, of course every man, every pirate, every Brit on the ocean wants to sleep with Karen
0: Knightley because she's the only woman in yeah. this series yeah. apart exactly. from two other characters. <laughs> exactly. That's the other part, is like they're all so horny. Yeah. There's, uh, I, don't, I don't blame them. No, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, I'm not on a boat for months, and yet I also am horny for Kira Knightley. So I get it. I, Frankly, I, get it. I understand.
1: And, like, of course, of course, of course, because, you know, our like, Overwatch or Disney is just like, well, they have to be pining after Kira Knightley. Like, God forbid any of these pirates be beget- gay. They're all straight. Yeah,
0: every single one of them is straight, and every single and one of them wants Kira Knightley. They're all straight for Kira Knightley
1: yeah they're all sweet, straight for miss elizabeth swan
0: yeah yeah and you know what i get it i do love that the end of the first movie is th- like the very end is when you're like oh right this is a disney movie because she yeah. just like makes out with a pirate and her dad who is an aristocrat is like <laughs> literally is a- british aristocrat. governor <laughs> yeah famously british aristocrats are so cool <laughs> and so (laughs) open-minded the best fathers oh the best dads the best so nice they love their kids they don't sacrifice anything for society
1: ever no nothing nothing you know like the first world's best dad mug do you know where that
0: came from did Keira Knightley make it with her own two hands
1: uh no it was actually historically given to the British king oh Oh, the king, king Henry. is the best yeah, dad he's the, the, be, the king like, of dads <laughs> the best the best dad <laughs> like number one
0: royalty monarchy they're honestly famously just like best families ever supportive
1: supportive family especially especially to the women
0: oh women of color they love they love their daughters they, Meghan markle is famously loved by the brits
1: yeah no one yeah. can convince me otherwise <laughs> yeah no of course absolutely that, like the queen that she's just what she's holding hands with
0: Meghan Markle every other day going <laughs> going my favorite daughter-in-law that yeah, I love why she's southern that's ridiculous um, <laughs> <laughs> I love though that because at the end of the first movie i was like this is stupid why would anybody be okay with this but i like that that became the inciting incident for the second movie that that Mm -hmm. people come in to be like how could we let anybody get away with this i was like okay good i mean i don't i don't like this but i'm glad it's happening because this makes at least a lick of sense that nobody (laughs) would be okay there are
1: consequences yeah for like setting
0: setting a very very wanted pirate free like of course there's consequences for that um and i appreciate that so honestly movie two and three kind of blend together for me because okay. maybe maybe because I think one plot leads very seamlessly into the next for those two but how do you separate those because I know Calypso's in one of them I know they're looking I know that at the end of the first one Elizabeth like betrays Jack and so he gets stuck yeah um into the third one but I mean they're good one two and three I think I I'm, I like them but they get two and three still get pretty confusing yeah So, how
1: I would categorize the movies is that you have, number one, Curse of the Black Pearl, which stands on its own. Yeah. And, like, if Disney wasn't behind it, that's a perfectly fine film. Leave it as it is. Yeah. Don't touch it. Like, that, uh, you know, they ruined ruined their own franchise down the line. So, first one standalone two and three are paired together because they knew at that point they had signed these three main actors they had contracts for the trilogy
0: right so they
1: knew they wrote two and three to be together to connect to set up two into three knowing that that franchise had now been set in stone
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and so like i like parts of the caribbean one the reason we're all by
0: Oh yeah, I didn't Hired even watch the- it when I was a child, and yet watching it more recently, I'm like, ah, my bisexuality yes. has been activated.
1: You're like, okay, this explains a lot. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, indeed, indeed, it does. Already out, already loud and proud. But yeah. like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I am bisexual, and this movie is reminding me of this. A
1: very friendly reminder. And then you have number two, which is like what I like to call. A perfectly fine sea quill, yeah. C- I get C- you. C-A-C-A.
0: That's the one with the tentacles, right? So yeah, that's the one with the kraken. Yes, oh my god, okay. I want to tell you
1: is not really in the third
0: movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. So then the second one, I think Dead Man's Chest, right? That's the one that's the first Pirates movie I ever watched, actually. And I saw it as a child because my my cousin was visiting us in India and we went to the theaters to watch it because she was a huge fan of the first one. And that movie, I saw it without any context and the tentacle face and then the Kraken, they single handedly created the fear of tentacles in my life and i never i never saw tentacles the same i was like they're coming from (laughs) everywhere people have them on their face i don't know what's happening but i want to stay away so that's the one with the kraken and then the third one meet davy jones and then the third one
1: so what what kind of happens is you know in the first one number one bad guy are the brits yeah second one Number one bad guy, Davy Jones. Yeah. And his motley crew.
0: Which there's a lot of undead crews, hey? Every every freaking movie there's a crew full of people who are dead but can't die and I'm like you guys keep doing this how many times can this happen so I You're really like, like, like the it worked the first time yeah it worked yeah. in the first movie it was great in the first movie I was like oh this yeah. is sick like the whole sequence with um Kira Knightley discovering like the fact that they're undead was amazing the- and I didn't know what the plot was going into it because I hadn't seen the first one so I was just as shocked as anybody should be for their first reveal of that and so it was amazing but then the second time and then the third time and then the fifth time that it happened I was like all right we get it they can't kill the crew jesus what's
1: up with these pirates and immortality
0: (laughs) no no other field no in this timeline (laughs) also like literally the only thing that i think pirates don't have besides vitamin c is like life expectancy the fact that jack sparrow is still alive in the fifth movie when When fucking William's son, Henry, is like 17, 18 years old, I'm like, there's not a chance in hell. Jack Sparrow should be dead and buried in the ocean by now. Yeah, no, it's... He should be in Davy Jones' locker. This is ridiculous. The amount of sun damage that face has taken, the amount of rum that liver has handled. Are you kidding me? Also... Skin cancer was only made up in the 20th century. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. We made it up. We made it up to sell sunscreen.
1: It's a made-up thing to scare my pale ass for my entire life.
0: Yes, just so you don't um, decide to become a pirate.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what actually, it is. Actually, I think my mom probably made up skin cancer because yep. she saw me watching these movies. And I will tell you, I I can't remember how old I was when the movies first came out. But when it did, I was still very, very much, I was the child who played with Barbies way too late and played. I mean, I still play pretend that's who we are as people. Yeah, hundred percent. But I I definitely, everything was pirates. Like I wanted to be a pirate (laughs) so bad. I used to go to the swimming pool and they had these little like floaty rafts and I would reenact the scene in the first movie where Captain Jack is sinking into the water. I would do that. And so I think my mom (laughs) saw this for me and was like, Nah,
0: we gotta she's keep got, her on she's land. Got, <laughs> we, we gotta tell her about skin cancer. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta keep this bitch on land. She's about to take off. No, honestly, yeah. that's really fair. So, okay, what do you think before we get into how these movies fall apart, okay. what do you think you love about Pirates of the Caribbean? Like what is it about this franchise or even specifically the first movie or the first couple of movies? What do you think is like made you fall in love with it as a child? What what part of it? Yeah.
1: I'll speak mainly for the three because those movies came out as I grew up. So obviously there's that like nostalgia thing. And I think with the first movie in particular, it was that seeing that Kara Knightley, you know, break from what we had seen in period pieces. Me, Mm -hmm. I've always always loved history. I love costume history. I've always been so attracted to all of that. And so to see a woman in that, like in those beautiful gowns and dresses and then still have this like thrill for adventure and still be ready to get down and dirty and and play, like that was so exciting to me as a kid. And then there's the other aspect of they're theatrical. Yeah. They like, you can't watch, maybe the first one you can watch because it's very subtle with the way, with, you know, the undead pirates and, and the out of this world themes, but you can't watch any of these movies without having that moment of this is unrealistic And they're going to this huge point of being as theatrical as possible. And they're using these old, you know, historic imagery of, you know, you see the tentacles coming up along the ships and you're like, oh, that's something we've seen drawings of in history books. And we're always like, kind of, that's cool. But then these amazing creators and people behind it and all these hard workers put the time into actually creating that and it's just a visual show and you just have to enjoy the drama behind all of it and I think that's something as a kid and growing up I loved that because it wasn't in a lot of movies other than you know Harry Potter and maybe Star Wars but I never connected to those movies the same way I did and what other movies were we watching when we were teenagers like we're all told to like these rom coms where romance is at the center of it and as someone who wasn't interested in romance Mm -hmm. as a kid like or as a teenager the same way you know some of my like close friends were seeing uh like there's freedom and there's a want to escape an adventure mm-hmm. like that I ate that shit up and I think that was like my biggest draw I was just like oh, okay I can I don't have to have a rom-com
0: yeah no that's so my fair. personality like I'm like
1: oh like yeah go bring me that horizon like I want to go
0: out I want to be on the sea and I want to explore I want to be part of that drama. Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> that's so fair. Personally, uh, I did want to live the rom-com and I'm living it. I'm living it right now. I'm making a podcast and talking to my friends. So the, the rom-com you're, you're dream. You're making cupcakes in yeah. your spare oh, time. hundred percent. I'm out here. I'm like, a, I'm either a baker or like a, <laughs> I work at a magazine. One or the other always. And a man will walk in and, and, and you know, we won't get along at first, but then we'll fall in love. It's going to happen no. one of these days friends we will be right back but i (laughs) think there's something there for like young people and especially like i think that's totally fair as like a young girl like there wasn't a lot of female characters being like yes i'm in a dress yes i'm in a corset but like i got shit i gotta do i have a mission i'm on i have an adventure to seek like i think there's something there totally to connect to a lot of people
1: Absolutely. And that like and that it's okay to still play pretend and like want that adventure and not have it surrounded by just man in love. Because yeah, there is a yeah. like, oh, totally. story in it.
0: Sure, and but it's not th- the they point. have
1: amazing chemistry, but it's not her motive and it's not yes. what she's missing in life. She's yes. always had love and yeah. she's missing adventure. And I think that's so cool to see as a kid especially because you know I will forever love
0: a good period drama yes same for the
1: theatrics but the ones available to me as a kid I'm not gonna understand Pride and Prejudice I had to go to university to properly learn how to read shakespeare you know to have uh like something with that spectacle brought down to a level where you can understand it as a kid and it's as simple as you know breaking free and wanting freedom
0: yeah that's pretty cool it is pretty That's cool. Crazy. And and you're totally right. They are really fucking theatrical. Like I love the sword fights. I love how ridiculous they are. I love in the second movie when they're on a fucking hamster wheel. Like I love <laughs> I love that they find like the most precarious positions to put them in and to get them like fighting on the rafters and to get them fighting on the cannons and to get them fighting on a wheel. Like I love that shit. And it, it is So ridiculous. rewatching
1: them all? Rewatching them all? Yeah, I think every single movie has
0: a sword fight in a rafter or a yes. high place. The, every which... single one. Every single one. I was like, oh, there we go. They're high above the ground, fucking sword fighting, balancing on shit. Like This is amazing and insane, but I, I'm, I'm like, here for it. It's a
1: miracle you guys are dead from yeah. scurvy.
0: What are you doing in the rafters? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Down. I love it. So with movie four... Yeah. And once, so now, you know, a at the end of the third one, we we get to this place where he uh, what's his name? I was gonna say Oliver. Not a, not even close. Will Will Turner. Will Turner <laughs> is now bound as the Dutchman's captain. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my question: He's bound to the Dutchman. Can't Elizabeth like hang out with him every once in a while? Okay. Or does he no. have to be underwater? Is that why she can't? It it doesn't have to be
1: underwater. And I think they did a poor job explaining this because I remember having to go and look like being like, um. so why does she have to stay on land? And yeah, exactly. Like, like He
0: can't get off the ship. Fine. He can't get, I mean, he can only get on land once every 10 years. Fine. But she doesn't have to only meet him every 10 years. She's not part of the curse. So, okay.
1: Number one reason it being why she can't be on the Dutchman with him. She's not dead oh and he is dead so yeah so
0: the oh he, he died before he di- before oh he, he was
1: dying so he's dead and the whole thing with the flying dutchman is you pay you delay your actual death like that mm-hmm. actual moment where your soul spirit passes on right. in servitude okay um So he's bound to the Dutchman for life as the captain. And then any crew are people who would have been dead to sea, but are afraid of dying, therefore being on service on on the So now
0: it's their job to like deliver souls to the afterworld. It is
1: so disappointing because if I were to rewrite that ending, I would have it that Elizabeth herself became Davy Jones. Mm. Because- the whole franchise it's will not wanting to be a pirate
0: yeah and and her wanting to be a pirate and Elizabeth wants to be a pirate yeah she wants it from the beginning
1: and she becomes a captain and she becomes the pirate king King. and like it would have been so fitting because you have this whole debate the whole the whole third movie it's who's gonna David Jones needs to go yeah, who's going who's to be take the over. one to kill him? Is it Jack yeah. or Will? Jack, because he wants to live forever and he wants to be the best pirate and then he he's afraid of dying. And then Will, Will's only thing is that he wants to free his father. Yeah. And he doesn't need to be Davy Jones in order to free his father. And I think it would have been so incredibly... It would have been the perfect way to end the series... It, giving Elizabeth that full arc of I've always wanted to be a pirate, but I've been bound by this womanhood and I've proved myself time and time again. I've Mm -hmm. dressed up as a man. I've out, I've outsmarted some of the smartest pirates. I've outsmarted the British. The British people. Yeah,
0: totally. Every
1: everyone undermines me and doesn't understand how cunning I actually am. Mm -hmm. And then for her, you know, to free wills father and be that sacrifice for him, I think would have actually improved their, like, final love story, you know, after their wed, after that, you know, Jack, in a way, sacrificed himself for them,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: why couldn't Elizabeth be Davy Jones, and that's, you know, we talked about how, in the first movie, there's very little misogyny, on the writing end, like obviously there's the period misogyny mm. that's like part of the plot and yeah. part of the reason Elizabeth is such a strong character. But in the in the second movie and to the third movie, and especially in the last two movies they take away the power from their female characters yeah
0: and even like calypso for example even like she's a fucking goddess but like the way that she she is released from her human form is so undignified and so undignified
1: let's it turn it her felt, into
0: a whole bunch of crabs yeah it was I, just like very see,
1: bizarre to me
0: that they're not giving her any agency or any power in this situation when they need her to help them
1: and like, why, why, why was Calypso needed? Yeah, why like what, what we, did she do again? <laughs> why, couldn't Tia, why couldn't Tia Dama just be the badass witch, kooky lady that, yeah. that, that she was? Which like, I was, loved her. I loved her on in screen the, every in moment. The second, Oh, in the second movie she's so good yeah and, like you just oh. eat up everything she's saying and she just knows things for the sake of knowing things and it's such a great way of getting exposition done in this kind of kooky way of like there's this woman with like horrible teeth yeah can look into Will's eyes and be like you have a touch of destiny about you yeah. why did we need to make her a god like that's so that's such bad storytelling like just let her be the soothsayer just let her be all knowing without giving her this like grandeur that isn't even hinted at
0: and then when you do it's like delivered in the weirdest least least agency giving way where she's like tied up and then like released like sort of against her will and it's just uh, i don't know it didn't it didn't didn't leave me feeling like whoa a powerful goddess it left me feeling like why are they doing this to her she was fine and, like, why, like, I mean, they
1: want to release her for the bonds. Like, the the message they were trying to say was cool because the whole point of it being, like. She was bound because we, of Davy Jones. We bound her mm-hmm. so, not just because of Davy Jones, they bound her before then to, or she was, part of the reason she was bound is that, so she wanted to own the sea, that this Oh, right, the pirates wanted the to, sea. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even the pirates, just men yeah men could control the sea so then when you get uh, beckett coming in and that's the whole reason they want to unbind her is that okay now the pirates don't have this freedom because they're all getting killed off by this stupid idiot yeah um <laughs> very eloquent
0: the yes, stupid I idiot lo-
1: <laughs> <laughs> like they're like oh he, the brit the british have taken over the seas Yeah. And it's not even, there's no freedom for anyone. And that's a great point is that they bound her and it backfired on them. Yeah. And so they want to unbind her. But then there's this whole weird plot that still doesn't really clear up where she doesn't want to be unbound, but she doesn't not not want to be unbound. And when she's unbound, she's going to be this fury and rage but we don't actually see her be fury and rage at all we never see that from tia Dama. yeah we see that from a bunch of stupid crabs it was and very bizarre a and it yeah. would have been so much better if you had just kept her you know so it so what if she's a goddess why does she need to be 100 feet tall yeah why can't why can't they unbind her and it still be her
0: yeah. And it stills her, you know, doing her curse little. Even like, if she was the one in human form, exactly. then creating the like the cyclone, the cyclone, that would still be cooler than the cyclone just appearing and Tia Dalma yeah. not existing. Disappearing. Anymore. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, where if she's the goddess girl, where is she? Literally,
1: like, why can't we see her? It's so, so bizarre. And, it, and it, I think they were trying to do this like deus ex machina thing where they're like, oh, you think it's going to be the gods coming in to save the day but it's the gods coming in to create something to fight about but it doesn't move it doesn't help it doesn't move the plot forward right it's just it's just a way to create more cgi spectacle yes because which there's plenty of in
0: these movies and that's fine
1: and that's and that's where you they're know they're over there paying
0: cgi artists very little to make that happen where, it's fine
1: exactly that's where disney comes in and he taps the writer on the shoulder and it's like oh the ghost of walt disney (laughs) shows
0: up to be like he's like tap 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 we have
1: this new fun thing called cgi so could you just maybe erase that great storytelling and like that obvious that obvious end and (laughs) let's just put a giant woman who turns into crabs because that's going to look cool because yeah. no one's seen it before, but then you watch it like it loses rewatchability because you it watch does. it again. And you're like, it's just CGI. It's not story. It's, it's not. CGI.
0: It's not that interesting. And like, it was fine at the end. I think I was like, all right, this is an ending. It's fine. This is the end yeah. to Will and, and Elizabeth. It's OK. It's a little weird. I don't fully understand it, but at least this part of the story is over. When the fourth movie happened, I was like, Why? are we here actually Girl. truly i was like who cares who cares about so, the fountain of youth y'all what are you doing so uh,
1: number four is what i like to call parts of the caribbean just add mermaids yes at this point they are just at this point they know it's a money-making machine
0: yes they're like and, people will buy tickets so let's put out a movie who
1: cares and orlando bloom and kira knightley made it very clear that they had signed up for the three and that was it. Yeah. So they knew they were losing their two seri- uh, serial killers. I almost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're losing their two main, main ser-
1: serial killers. You
0: know, how every movie has them. I-, I don't
1: know why, but main characters and serial killers <laughs> are like the same word
0: to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean considering, they considering, like killed many people in the movie it's true it's true and considering how many movies people make about fucking ted bundy honestly you're not that far off
1: yeah yeah um and you know we're on a podcast and it's we have to
0: address true crime yeah of course uh, In somewhere in there
1: so anyway they knew those two main characters yes are not going to be a part of it yeah but they know that those two characters aren't as recognizable and lovable as Captain Jack Sparrow. And Johnny Depp famously made the, giant, the biggest mistake for his career by loving that character so much that he said, I will do a million and one movies because he loves playing that role.
0: Yeah. And it's it's such a shame. And you can tell they, he loves playing that role. Like he's great in that oh, role. He's it's fun. It's fun. It's fun role. to watch him. But I that doesn't mean you keep making endless movies with no point. No,
1: but, the, you know, that's where, you know, the creative people leave the room and the money makers come in and say, hey, we have this guy who will keep paying like who will keep playing this role and we'll keep paying him huge amounts of money in order for him to do it until literally all creative a- integrity is gone. Yeah. And there's nothing new. Like, and it's, it's complete flanderization of a character where they just take those like little quirks and traits and, and you know, the, the fact that Captain Jack is always so lucky. Yeah. That's, that's the thing is that in the first movie we hear about him pretending to be a judge. We hear about him getting out of these things, but we never see his thought process. And that's what's so funny is that we're just like, is this guy incredibly smart? Is he the best pirate? Or is he just stupidly lucky? And that's kind of the running game. And and then the fourth movie, they're like, oh, well, we'll show his thought process and we'll take away that game of-
0: How does he do it? Is he actually
1: smart? Or is he just a lucky drunk?
0: Yeah. And honestly, the fourth movie to me, because I I watched the fifth one recently, like yesterday. And to me, after seeing the fifth one, I was like, the fourth one should just never have happened. Like, we didn't need it. We didn't need it. The story didn't need it. I have no, I took away nothing from that movie except that Penelope Cruz is beautiful. Cool. But like... I didn't take away anything else from that movie. I didn't learn anything new about Jack. I didn't learn I exactly. didn't learn anything new about anybody and no point of the plot furthered anything else. It did not connect to the next one. There was nothing. It's literally
1: a movie of exposition of trying to make these characters still work. Now, like I said, how how I would have done it if I had all control. Yeah. So we end we end will and elizabeth with elizabeth being davy jones that that's that would have been done yeah and we see jack where he started in the little dinghy drinking his rum onto his next adventure looking off into the sunset and he's done but we take this universe they've created because yeah there is plenty of opportunity in stranger tides for good Mm -hmm. story like yeah we haven't seen mermaids and you think that's a huge part of sailor and buccaneer lore is oh there's mermaids and oh the fountain of youth like this want for freedom to last forever Mm -hmm. that's there and i think they could have done what their disney is starting to do now with some of their marvel characters and marvel universes is make it the pirates of the caribbean universe yeah create new characters who actually fit into this storyline because it's they're not even in the caribbean (laughs) they're in like they're in london and then some random island that's and Spain's involved. Like, where? Where are we? Also, you're, like, you're Jack Sparrow saying...
0: gets like FaceTime with the King of England. I was like, what the fuck? In what? So, <laughs> in, in what, what world? world? In what this pirate get FaceTime with the king of England and and it's and they're just like and they and he gets away which like you know we love that Jack Sparrow gets away but also chase scenes yeah we love the chase scenes every chase scene is is very fun to watch but it's also like at that point my disbelief suspension is starting to starting to catch like when he gets to have a conversation with the king of England
1: and then then he escapes and immediately just motorboats Dame Judy Dench yeah oh my god <laughs> in that movie I was like hello and I remember so when that movie was coming out that was like peak of my love for Pirates of the Caribbean right because that was I think that was my maybe my last year of high school or like second last year of high school and at that point i already ate like i had all the merch i had tattoo ideas i <laughs> i was ready to make the case for the second and third movies because they did tie together yeah somewhat well to the first one and so when that third one came out i was so excited I was so excited and I wanted to love it so bad and I think I just convinced myself to
0: love it. Yeah. But it's it's, it's shit. Like it's Yeah, no, it is. The exposition. fourth one is just it's garbage. It's a bad movie. <laughs> it's, you know what's really bad not good. about that movie?
1: It, and I'm gonna go back to like location. Yeah. All the fourth movie, all of it, you can tell it's a studio.
0: Yeah. It's just you they can actually get worse. They actually like visually get worse, which is so funny considering like technology for CGI got better. But I don't know if their budget got smaller or if their care got smaller. No, their budget. I, I think they just stopped giving a shit. They're like, this movie, it'll sell. It's fine. Who cares? It,
1: it was literally them not caring because yeah, definitely they had a bigger budget than
0: the first one. Right? Like they have to be they made so much money from the first three. So and, and I think.
1: You know, where the budget went to in the fourth one and what you can see, and it just makes you cringe when you watch it, is that it's CGI and it's 3D because they do the, oh, the Penelope Cruz catches the snake and she sticks it towards the camera. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you, people when in audiences
1: watch- are wearing the 3D glasses and all the sword fights are now right to the camera so they lose, you know, they lose that uh, actual outdoor element and the scenery and, and the set that makes the movie seem realistic and then you lose the great choreography because now it's all choreography with the camera rather than with the, the whole world the whole team, around yeah. you and now you have like writers and actors not getting the time or credit or creativity because it's all working around this technology that's still like it's not a
0: master technology by any no end. they were still working they're still working it out like at that point no, anyway and and the they're they're
1: thinking they're thinking like oh 3d is going to be the next big thing and it was for what two years
0: yeah for two years there was a lot of scenes with things like very close to the camera an explosion would happen and like one thing would pop out towards the screen and it would be mind-blowing for that one second but when you watch it on tv later on without 3d you're like what the f- Fuck is going on in this movie? It looks, it looks busted.
1: It looks looks, busted. It it looks busted. And then I don't know if they just like raised the exposure on this movie too, but it is so colorful and way brighter than the rest
0: of them. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And you know, there was like there was they. I think they tried to make it maybe more kid friendly because even in the first, like, the second and third movie, it's not gore, but there is a lot of violence, like, you oh, see people, yeah. people who are not the undead crew, get stabbed through the heart, and, like, you, you see people hanging, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of violence in the, especially the second and third movie mm-hmm. that you witness, and in oh, the third that movie- fucking- there's a whole five minute scene about him not wanting to jump off a cliff. I'm like, um, what happened to you being like a little, what are those things called? On a skewer? Like a little fruit snack?
0: Shish kebab.
1: Shish kebab <laughs> falling <laughs> off a cliff. You're, I'm like, now you're scared to make a little jump into water? Yeah, like, you what? you do this every
0: day. You do this in every movie. Why You're is this Captain suddenly? Jack Sparrow. Yeah, dude. We know who you are, Jack. <laughs> Your
1: whole thing is that you weirdly survive. Yeah. And now you're just like, oh, I don't want to jump because we need to pad the runtime because there's no story here. Oh, and my Penelope Cruz is dressed up as like, a um, milf who went to party city yeah like where where's the great costumes they like did they spend the whole costume budget on dave judy dench in that think first so. random london scene like they might have and I, I get they guess i guess they wanted to give her more of the like okay well we had we saw a lot of um the pirates who had like British backgrounds or different backgrounds. And, you know, we we saw that in the third movie with all the different pirates from the different regions.
0: Yes. The pirate, Um, the pirate uh, brothers or whatever, the brethren. The the brethren.
1: (laughs) And so I guess they were going for like, oh, well, like we'll go for the more like Spanish silhouette of that time, which is more busty and more like the corset's higher, but like we still need to put her in pants. And I'm like, she looks as if she walked out of a party city.
0: Yeah. It's a little like ridiculous. Twenty minutes
1: before she has to go do a Hallow. and same with Barbosa. Like, oh, can we talk about Barbosa? We can talk about Barbosa. Yeah, about the yes. move. I am half tempted to say, I'm half tempted to betray teenage K and say Barbosa is the
0: best fucking character. I think he might be. I think he might be. Honestly, after watching this last one, I was like, I think Barbosa's my favorite part of these movies, actually. Sorry. He Sorry is- to every other person in these movies, but he's like the most fun to watch. He and he gives you chills, yes.
1: and he is the only reason I actually was entertained.
0: Yeah. in
1: Stranger Tides.
0: Yeah, and when when even in the and- last in the last one, I fucking hated Jack. I was like, I was like, this guy's annoying. To be honest, I liked your shtick in the first few movies, but in the f- in this last one, he was actually a bumbling idiot for the first bit. Like he was actually like drunk and not aware of because he was always drunk, but he was always aware also. Yeah. And like, towards this towards the end, I was like, you've lost your sparkle, man, you lost your little shine, Jack. Um, but yeah. Barbosa Barbosa's on top of his and game, I think.
1: And I think that was mainly because at that point, the actor and the character were too intertwined. Mm. And Like, you know, at that point, Johnny Depp must have been starting to get tired of playing Captain Jack and the writers didn't know what to do with him anymore because they ruined his character in the movie before then. So I guess we'll just make him a bumbling idiot. I'm going to be honest with you. I tried watching the fifth movie. How
0: did that go? It I, it took me three days I, to watch I, it. It took me actually three days to watch it. Cause I would start it. And you know I'd what like, I did? Ugh.
1: You know what I did? And only for this podcast, I had to watch clips of on it on YouTube because I
0: could not, <laughs> I could not
1: like, I, I started getting so angry and upset. And I was just like, no, I need to shut it off because this can't, I'm like, this dampens everything like it ruins it
0: it does and the only redeeming factors of the last movie like genuinely is the fact that Henry, I don't know if you met Henry in your clips. But no, I, Henry, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I know. Henry's the child of Elizabeth and, and Will. And yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting that they brought it sort of full circle with him trying to save his dad from a ship. You know, same yeah. ship, same curse, yeah. same situation, except now it's Henry. But trying we've to save seen
1: him. that already. Uh, right? But so it was like the seen only reason the
0: son trying to save his father. I know. It's happened so many times. The only reason it was somewhat satisfying is because he succeeds. I'm like, okay, you know what? The first time he didn't, Will didn't succeed. It's kind of cool that Henry succeeded in saving his dad from the curse. And like, okay, sick, that's fine. And so at the end, they all yeah. get together and like the family's united and the son now has a girlfriend who's not a witch, but a scientist. Cool, okay, love it, that's fine. I was like, the last 15 seconds, the last 30 seconds of this movie, I was like, all right, you know what, fine. But everything no, else and- preceding it, I was like, please make it
1: make it stop. So. I know, I know this just from like diving into it a little bit, because obviously when it came out, I was curious and I I wanted to look into it a little more and I tried to watch it and I I watched the clips. That scene where they're all reunited in theaters, I'm pretty sure was an after credit
0: scene. What?
1: Yeah. I don't think it was the actual ending. I think that's literally the only part of the movie that I liked. (laughs) And, That's like, so they had to, like, they had to pull teeth to get those actors back. I am because sure.
0: Like,
1: I am like, sure. They were both like, no, our story has ended. Yeah. It ended. Like, why do we need to do this again? Because I know. I was surprised. I'm like, also, like, why can't... You know, you showed us The Brethren in the third movie. If you want to keep making pirate movies... Go to The Brethren! tell one of those...
0: I, I'm so forgetting many. her
1: I've, and like a lot of that scene is based in real history.
0: Right. Like a lot
1: of those pirates were like real higher pirates that they they dramatized, especially I, I'm
0: they're all like a little uncomfortable all of the uh the there was only one like female pirate like lord yeah, her so I'm the I'm Chinese forgetting one. her
1: name, the Chinese one, she's a real person. And honestly, I recommend you and anyone who's listening. I can't believe I'm forgetting her name right now. I need to look it up. Yeah, look it up. Um, I gotta look it up. She has a couple names: Zen Yi Sao, Zen Yi Sao. Okay. Also known as Chen. Z- okay, so she has a couple names. Anyway, the female, the female pirate who we just looked up yeah (laughs) and uh we forgot her name uh zen yi sao uh she that 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 character in the movie is a real person and she's a really cool pirate to learn about and i remember i think i watched a documentary about her after that third movie cuz i was mm-hmm. curious to know like what what made them decide to you know choose these characters and why did they pick you know an older woman to be the only other female like in pirate lord yeah brethren. like yeah like and she's based off a of real person and this this woman was like like
0: a good a good pirate in the way that like and that's not an oxymoron he, in this situation <laughs> like, cool. she, she
1: like, uh, supported, uh, sex workers on her crew. And she like, Hey, made, go off. she please. like, she, like, she, I think she was herself a sex worker at one yeah. point, or like she protected women and she protected her people and very like Robin Hood. Sick. Um, I'm going to go look
0: her up after this. That's so exciting. And like, I would love, I would love a movie about her. Enough with Jack Sparrow. Start. Yeah, show you me know, how like, she got enough. a fucking pirate ship. How did she get one? How did she become captain?
1: So yeah, like I think it was originally that she was married to a pirate, mm. and then he died, and she became, she became this captain, and then she became this huge leader of not just her ship, but like f- fleets of pirates.
0: Yeah, that's like amazing. she had her own
1: empire, and you know, fictionalize it. Where they want to throw the theatric and spectacle in? Yeah, still
0: have, have people fighting have... on rafters. That's fine. We love it. We love yeah. that shit. You know,
1: you had you had Blackbeard in the fourth movie, and you had fun with the legends of that. Use her legends, and let's see her origin story, or let's see a moment in her life before the brethren, or after the brethren, like, mm-hmm. or or the, the 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 French guy with the Joker card, like I'm like oh you seem like a cool character yeah all of but- those
0: other pirates were interesting especially especially um what was her name again you said oh god it's okay if it's God uh, Sal Sal especially Sal, Captain, especially Sal. Captain, Sal. <laughs> Captain Sal seemed so fucking cool and like I think I think you're right like that's sort of how I felt about Star Wars too where I was like it's not that I don't believe in this universe it's not that I hate this world that they've created I just don't necessarily love the stories they chose to tell and and that's sort of how I feel about pirates now is that like the world and the like the design and the adventure and the freedom and the excitement that's there is really fun and I think I would be down like if they wanted to keep doing these movies like fine keep making them that's fine but just like maybe tell a different story maybe it doesn't have to be tethered to jack sparrow in the way that it is but i don't know if i don't know if they can make any without johnny depp at this point like i don't know well, if the, if they'll ever do that just because it's going to be such a massive risk right it. are they actually that that was going to be my question so we're, t- we're not talking about the ones that exist but i want to know mm-hmm. they are making more movies yes
1: uh it's been hinted at and i think couple things have been confirmed. I think it's all, you know, kind of changed. I think uh when they wanted I think they had Johnny Depp written on for the sixth. And then, you know, when the fifth came out and then when he was doing Grindelwald and Amber Heard popped into the picture. Lots of stuff going
0: on there. Yeah.
1: Oh, don't get me started on all that. But like when all that started happening, I think that's when they kinda like, you know, johnny depp himself is not the man he once was and mm-hmm. he is you know i think you look at him and you're like oh you've been you know you've been bruised and beaded yeah beaten to death by these corporations in hollywood so like you know he said his entire life he wanted to retire from acting when he was 50 and mm-hmm. he's just been you know dragged along by disney yeah, and his personal life has been exploited and and used and mis like mis, uh, reported and it's yeah. been this it, it's it's all it's turned into this huge clusterfuck where you can tell that he doesn't have the talent or the passion or the creativity to bring life into the Captain Jack role. So no, well, and they, when you
0: compare, when you compare the first like movie one, Jack Sparrow to like movie five, Jack Sparrow, they're different yeah. people. They're different people. Yeah. Because I think, I think Johnny Depp is different people. And well, and that's in, like- In the
1: first Pirates movie, he was married. He had one kid. He was pre- like, the, he literally late named his son, Jack. That's how much he loved the role. He would go into hospitals, dressed as Captain Jack on his own time. Yeah. And, and he would do that and he would do make a wish. And like, you could tell he actually had a love and, and a life. And now, you know, he's, he's in a different place. The man, he's not the man he, he was. Yeah. Um, And the fact that we still expect the same, we, we still love the same character just shows about how like we can media and we just yeah. expect disney to keep pumping it out and disney's like well if you guys keep paying for it we'll still we'll force keep it. doing
0: it yeah but it's it's not it's not the same and i think i think there's something you know like acting is personal it's doesn't it doesn't come out of mm-hmm. nowhere and like we're both actors we know what it's like and what it takes and and i think i think yeah if he want if he wishes to be released i hope that that's possible for him and if like you yeah know, so
1: i think i think he was i think you nice. know I think I I mean I don't I don't know if it was I obviously don't know Johnny Depp I don't work for these
0: You don't know producers. you don't know him personally? That's weird. <laughs> I can't call I thought him you up were and a be fan. Like...
1: <laughs> as much as younger K like oh, honestly like I just I like I loved him growing yeah. up and it's it's really sad to see what has happened to his life and how yeah. you know addiction and abuse have just it's plagued him his whole life he's not he's not scared to show like display that you know he started acting out of nowhere like Nick Cage convinced him to act he didn't want to be an actor
0: that's so so weird met Nick
1: Cage right Nick Cage got him his first acting role and then he was a heartthrob and then he became an actual successful actor and he was still a good musician and then but his whole life he's always addressed that he's had huge mental health issues yeah and that he's always struggled with addiction and you know he's had concerns with family and there's a, a lot of it had was covered up by media and then with this last instant in his life which you know we still don't know what the truth is
0: because yeah. it, it's impossible it, to it know the, just, the details of what happens between two people
1: I, I mean like you listen like there was audio leaks yeah. of him clearly being gaslit and abused Absolutely. by his his wife at the time and she used the Me Too movement to her advantage. And I'm yeah. not saying that she she didn't go through this unhurt. Um I'm not gonna say Johnny Depp is a good man. I don't know him at the We end
0: don't know bit, him, yeah, but, eventually.
1: But like if you listen, if you listen to those those tapes and and things, you're like, this is a person who's been dragged through this industry and who whose heart is just not there anymore and that's yeah. really sad to see and you know the media then uh, blows it out of proportion or like tries to make spectacle of it of uh, you know this whole Amber Thir- Heard thing it happened why did all those news articles come out at the same time yeah he was supposed to be in those harry potter or he was grindelwald or whatever and like it was all perfectly timed to ruin his career while, you know, his life was already imploding, which yeah, I'm not once again, I'm not saying he's the best man. He's you know, he probably has a lot of demons. I think it was
0: just but it but it really,
1: also it's really sad to watch it's really sad to watch a once really talented person be discarded. Yeah by everyone
0: yeah and
1: so what this goes back to pirates of the caribbean six or you know the franchise's future obviously after the uh, harry potter grindelwald movies flopped Mm -hmm. because of him and the last pirates movie flopped partly to do because of him Mm -hmm. um they're like, well, we can't have Johnny Depp in those roles anymore. No one's going to want to see him in movies for whatever reason anymore. Mm-hmm. And now Disney is doing that thing that Disney does where they're starting to pander. So, what I've read and what I've seen is that the Sixth Pirates movie, Jack Sparrow or a Jack Sparrow like character, is going to be played by Margot Robbie.
0: Okay, and so they're
1: like, we're gonna take the same character, whether or not it's Jacqueline Sparrow. You know, <laughs> they're gonna take that same character that everyone knows. Write a new like thing, a Disney new one. Write a new thing. You Please. did not once, do it again. Just write a but, new but like thing. Like they're gonna take, they're gonna take that character. They're gonna make it a woman because, it, I, I hate, I hate when they do that because then you're like, oh, so you're saying because you didn't gender swap the character that now elizabeth and tia dama and all those great women characters you wrote you've you've now abandoned them to yeah. pander to be like oh look a woman can be jack sparrow too and you're like we already saw But that. elizabeth
0: was also like jack sparrow ya ding dongs
1: but like because
0: because they didn't you know they didn't throw
1: f- feminist theory and like movement and see like see what we can do down our throats and they just wrote a good female character they've abandoned writing a good new female character they're like i guess we'll put a famous actor in the same role and like there's talks about you know making her queer and things like that which i'm like okay that's kind of cool because there is a lot like there's a lot of history, written history, about pirates being gay. Yes, because of lots. course they were. Because these on men were for out so long. Are you One, joking? These, these men were out to sea for months and years, and despite their rotting teeth, they still probably got horny. Yeah, and like. There's history of romances happening on ships. There's history of women disguising themselves as men and, you know, wanting to be men and wanting to be sailors and not being confined to womanhood in that time period.
0: Interesting how gender fluidity is very old.
1: There's, uh, but that's the thing. It's like, even in that time, and we have record of it, there's people expressing their sexuality and their gender and non-binary and queerness in that time but they did it in covert ways yeah that were slightly mentioned in history so I'm like yeah Disney tell those stories tell those stories about you know uh, a trans man becoming a pirate yeah that would be fucking cool that's sick as hell actually like hey maybe cast maybe cast a
0: trans man to play that then you know exactly like that
1: yeah or have have a person who's non-binary want to be a pirate and explain what their pirate life is or you know have a have a gay romance on a ship like those are awesome that's what happened in the past like we can't deny that that didn't actually happen on those ships like sailor ships,
0: fisherman ships, pirate ships, lots of gay, lots of people. gay shit going on. Lots gay of Gay shit was shit. happening. Here's the thing and about like- history that everybody needs to understand: is that gay shit was happening. Lots of gay, gay shit. shit was happening. I'm a historian, and I can tell you, gay shit <laughs> was happening all the time, everywhere.
1: I have taken some university level history classes, yes. and I can tell you. As a person who did not graduate with a history degree, but did take
0: history classes, gay shit was happening. Dude, I worked in a museum. All I have to say about it, gay shit was happening. Gay shit was happening. And that's awesome. And what I'm
1: scared for with the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise is that instead of actually, you know, looking into the history and honoring that like they did in the first movie, Mm -hmm. whether it be like through simple things like set design and costuming like all that adds to the, the the realness of you know that this was a thing and I feel like they're going to turn it into pandering
0: yeah but I mean Disney and does gonna, what Disney does and Disney does far be it from us daddy, to try to criticize oh Walt Disney's ghost you know what can we say all we can say is give me a job i guess uh is what i have to say about it but
1: let me write the next movie let me do it right <laughs> so you don't
0: fuck it up
1: which you never because do disney it, it's history the story is there for you that's all the you thing you is add the fun little flamboyant theatrical stuff that we loved
0: yeah and you know here's hoping here's hoping that the next one doesn't suck hoping. as much here's hoping because the, th- the truth is they're going to keep making them and and yeah. nobody can stop that because sequels are what movies are now there's no movies there's only sequels and there's, uh, there's only sequels and and that's life so you know here's hoping that the next ones it's not it's not awful that's my dream is that it's not awful
1: my I have low hopes I, I have that's very fair. low expectations. Because you know, they they hurt me with the last two. They hurt, yeah, me. They, they they cut hurt deep. me a lot. Yeah, they cut deep um, with those. They they told me that like these people I looked up to as a kid were like not good enough female characters to just be female characters. Yeah. Um you know, it's it's takes away from a lot of the imagination and excitement you got in those first movies. So I have low expectations. That's fair. I, so tell know, me this
0: okay within the pirates of the caribbean fan world which i'm assuming there is one and i know you ran a tumblr account back in the day so (laughs) so so like would you say it's like pretty pretty common knowledge like everybody agrees that the last two movies suck yes yeah okay cool that's what i thought i
1: mean my tumblr page didn't exist for the last last movie because that came out 2017 and uh it would have been really embarrassing if i still
0: we Had a Tumblr account, yeah. Of <laughs> Tumblr
1: account, and you're like in university running a Tumblr account for pirates would be honestly very funny. Um, fun fact about my Tumblr: uh, the the actor who plays, uh, I think his name's actually Raggedy or something. I don't know if you ever really hear it, but I'm pretty sure it's like Raggedy or Ragley.
0: Okay, um, I believe but it. The guy,
1: the guy with the the wooden eye.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yes.
1: Tweedledee and Tweedledum. So the guy with the wooden eye actually followed my Tumblr account and sent me a message ow, ow. and I was over the moon. Dude, I, was I would be too. so excited. I was so thrilled by that. Um,
0: if my post yes, got two so, notes, I was over the moon. So having a, <laughs> having a comment from an actual actor from the actual film is pretty fucking sick. Oh, um, it, was, it was a big thing.
1: But anyway... I think it's really clear that you know first movie is the best you know they didn't need to do anything out that like go watch it again it holds up it deserves its accolades two and three fine for what they are you know they do blend together well and if you're looking to just watch an action movie that isn't in the marvel universe it's pretty fun it's not bad like you have to turn captions on if you want to understand what plot yeah Um. yeah
0: the plot whatever it is you'll get it eventually um but four and five things I would just not watch them personally just don't they're just
1: they're just not good let them die just let them be what they were like it's it's nothing like it's it's so bad
0: Sweet. Um, well, I think yeah. I think that brings us to all of the pressing questions I had about pirates. Yeah. um Honestly, I I enjoyed I enjoy this world. I do. I think I enjoy the swashbuckling pirates and the ridiculous out like the ridiculous of it all. I think is is what makes it fun. You know, like it's that's it's all thing. ridiculous. It's-, it's it's none of it is real. Not like it's all. It could have been based in reality, but then they they take it and they run with it in in a way that's so fun. And like it sucks because by the time I got to the fifth movie i was like i don't like this i don't like any of this but when i when i think back to the first movie i really liked it and i think i think there's something about the magic of that that i hope at some point down maybe by pirates 14 they'll (laughs) they'll find a way to recreate the magic but i think it's it's going to be tough because because the more they go into this like pandering um side i think the, the less they are doing the creative magic stuff so i hope we get there again or and and you know no one no one kill me for saying this write a new movie
1: that's what i'm going to say honestly let let parts of the caribbean die i think if it could die part, i'm like let it let it go it's it's done we've reached our conclusion you try to write more and it didn't work yeah if you're you know take like I I I don't know Marvel well um but like I think what they did with you know WandaVision and their little like TV series I'm like if you're gonna do that do Pirates of the Spanish Banks I don't know
0: like
1: if you're if you're wanting to do Pirates Disney write something new it doesn't need to be sons avenging their fathers it doesn't need to be women taking off their corset. It can be something different, write something new.
0: Yeah. And
1: I think especially especially going back to the first movie, I think there is just something so poetic and beautiful that they wrote where they, you know, they made the British people the bad guys. They acknowledge colonialism. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You did a good thing there. And you didn't have to shove it down our throats. You yeah. did it with It wasn't anything. it wasn't the focus,
0: it wasn't the primary plot, but it was you a recognition. telling. Yeah. And yes. you showed us that they were the power-hungry guys.
1: And I think what was so poetic about the first movie that we lose in all the other ones is that the main motivation for the for Barbosa and the Black Pearl crew was they wanted to fix the curse so they could die, so they yeah. could be mortal again. They didn't want power. They didn't want to take over the world like the British.
0: Yeah, they wanted like, freedom we from this life. That's the reason we love those
1: pirates. They wanted freedom if it was dying now or if it was dying later, if it was just eating an apple again. Yeah. That's, I think that so was simple. so beautiful. And, you know, Barbosa's last line literally gives me chills in that movie where he's shot and he's shocked yeah. that, you know, he I is feel- dying. But then he smiles and he was mm-hmm. like I feel cold that's yeah. a feeling he hasn't felt for however long and that was such a perfect way to just
0: end it yeah and I hope I, I hope live. if they keep making these that we get those chills again you know but if I know not, I want that I guess there's I other movies feeling. to watch well thank you Kay this, this need this- do better and Disney do better. I wish. I wish that for all of us. If you're gonna hire me, do that also. But maybe also do better movies. Um, I I will write for free for you for Disney. Wow. I'll do, They'll do one. Disney? One, one Disney do one. I'll, do one, <laughs> one on the I'll do one free movie. What movie is on the house? One free movie.
1: And the rest and of them you can pay. Just have to. rest them. You can let me go
0: or yeah. you can pay me, but just give me one shot. Yeah. Disney, come on. New. Come on. The girl had a Tumblr account. Give her a shot. <laughs> I <had> a t- <laughs>
1: okay. I, I know you want to wrap things up. I know you do. Yeah. I have one last story. And this is very personal story about how much I loved these movies. Please. If I haven't gifted enough. So between the first movie and the second movie, my mom my parents surprised me with a trip to Disneyland. I was in grade four or five at the time and I was psyched. I was so excited because I loved the first movie and I didn't care about anything other Disney. I was like, I want to go to Disneyland to ride that ride. Yeah, And the time we were going was right around the time where the second movie was coming
0: up. So Kay's
1: excitement, little Kay's excitement was through the roof. I was like, this is it. We get there. The ride's shut down. (gasps) The ride is closed because they're prepping. I was there a week too early. They had closed it down to build excitement for the movie the second movie which was going to be released next week and next week you could see it they were setting it up at Disneyland it was Pirates this Pirates this none of it was available this week because next week the movie's coming out they were going to have shows they were going to have all this stuff I missed it by a week and then it got even worse (laughs) because I went to dinner at this at this place and the waiter started talking to us, and he's like, I'm really, really excited because I just found out next week I get to serve Johnny Depp. <gasps> he's like, they've made a reservation. They're coming to this restaurant, and I am working that shift. And he's like, I just need to tell someone I just found this out. I think, I think literal 12, 10, however old me, I think I grabbed this man's tie and looked <laughs> him dead in the eyes. And I'm like, you tell him. You tell him that his biggest fan missed him by one week. By a week. By, by one, one week. week. Oh, that's so tragic. And it was it was my own curse of the Black Pearl. It yeah. was my own curse. Yeah. And hey, but
0: for what it's worth, at the end of the fifth movie, they broke the trident. So you're free now. That means one of these days, <laughs> you'll get to go back. You'll get to go back okay. to, the, to well, the ride. It
1: It did come full circle because... A uh, couple years later, I was in France on a school trip, which sounds like a weirdly opulent thing to say. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but was on. A, <laughs> It on.
1: It was a weird trip. Um, anyway, I was in France on a weird school trip. And the last day of this trip, they wanted to tire us all out. So we went to Disneyland Paris. And I was like, This is it. This is, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to make Little K proud. Once again, I don't care about the other Disney stuff. All I care about is going on that ride. I stood in line for two hours, the ride broke down oh my Ride, God. they're breaking it down I'm like, on you purpose don't, every time you don't want me to be happy disney yeah you're like we care about
0: the happiest place on earth for everyone but k but k yeah they says that, it actually says so, that in fine print underneath where it says the happiest place <laughs> on earth it says for everyone except k home and and they except keep update that every year every year they yeah do. every year and they do
1: i was i was so heartbroken by it um at that I started wandering around the parks by myself and I was upset and then I saw the actor you know character worker who plays Captain Jack and I was like can we take a picture yeah (laughs) yeah I mean you gotta do (laughs) at
0: (laughs) at least that come
1: on so I, so I have, I have that and I have that. You know what? Take, my one
0: you get to take that to the grave, baby. I, I,
1: I'll i send it to you. It's Please you know, do. It, it I'll was... use it. I'll use it for promo. Send it my way.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> I will. I will.
1: And it's And it was my one saving grace. And yeah, that, that was it. That was. So my, have you
0: it never been on the ride? I've never been on the ride. Okay. You and me, let's go. We go to Let's Disneyland go. right now. We get on that <laughs> ride. We're not coming back home until you've been on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. <laughs> I'm, and
1: uh, you know what? I I need to like go to one of the Disney parks that still
0: has the old one. Yeah. I don't want the new one. I don't want Jack Sparrow involved. Give me the busty lady slapping a guy in a face. Give I me that. I want the little busty redhead who's slapping men. Yeah, left, right, center. That's all I want. there's a dog
1: with a key that's all i want that's what i want
0: yeah time travel
1: go to disneyland
0: yeah and get you on that ride go go on that ride and that ride only only walk out and be like okay fuck you disney Alrighty, well, thank you so much, Kay. It has been so much fun ch- chatting with you about pirates. I know you're passionate about this, and honestly, so am I. Because I liked, I really liked the first movie, and I, I wish for that magic and that fun and that wit to be in more movies. I hope to have that much fun in a movie again. Also, we didn't honorable mention, of course, to the soundtrack as you mentioned listening to it oh, for studying. shit, we didn't yeah, even talk about the soundtrack. We didn't talk soundtrack. about the soundtrack, but it's a fucking amazing. It, the first movie soundtrack. Okay. you know what? Amazing. Not even the first movie. All of them. All of them. Yeah. I, I take it back. Fourth, fifth, sixth, fine. Hans Zimmer. Honestly, my we're fine. We're fine with it as long as they keep that fucking tunes going, baby. I love it. I do love it. It makes me, it makes me feel like I'm on a pirate ship and I like that oh, feeling. And the little ditty, that little ditty with the little boy about to be hung. Ah! Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a good one. It the was good songs. Uh, So, you know, even if you don't watch the rest of the movies, go listen to the soundtrack, y'all. It's worth it. You don't have to watch four and five, just listen to the tunes. All right. Just listen listen to the music. Listen to the music. Listen to the music. Let the waves carry you out to sea.
1: Girl, thank you so much for having me.
0: Dude, thank you for being here. And send me a picture of you uh, with Jack Sparrow because I will put it on the podcast Instagram. Well, I hope you enjoyed our discussion about Pirates of the Caribbean as much as I did. A huge shout out, of course, to Kay for sharing her joy, pride, love, and disappointment for the series with me. As always, I want to hear about your thoughts about this episode or literally anything else, which you can share with me through the OK Fine Community Discord, which is linked in the bio of the podcast Instagram. The Instagram, of course, is at OK Fine. I'll watch it by following the Instagram and joining the discord you can stay in the loop for what i'm watching next and of course you can recommend what you think i should watch which spoiler alert i might listen to you finally please remember to subscribe to or follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and rate and review if you like this episode now that's everything from me if you join the discord i'll see you there okay bye